let's do take three. Alright, Jesus Christ. Hello, welcome to Side Character Quest. I'm Jesus Christ. No. Uh, hello, <laughs> and welcome to, to Side joke. Character Quest. I'm your guest, Eli, playing the dashing Sir Roderick. And with you, as always, is your host... I'm a little kitty cat. Oh, we got a kitten in the studio. Hey Hi. there, little kitty cat. Oh, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Now, uh, little kitty cat, where'd you come from? I came from the Isles. I'm not going to say a specific one, just in case I'm doing the wrong accent for it. Oh, from some islands, huh? Did you swim into the studio today? I swam straight into the studio. Ah, oh, that's a great now, time. Now, little kitty cat, uh, there is something haunting about you, and that is that you have no fur. Oh, um, that's kind of cruel. I'd say I've got a good bit of fur on my neck, and on the top of my head, and a little yeah, bit above my eyes. That's the creepy thing, is you just have fur on your neck, so you're not even a hairless cat breed. It looks like someone has just shaved everything except for your neck yeah, and I, a little of your eyes. You ever think about the fact that well, we always make make a big deal about lions having manes, but really, like, human, human men have manes too, you know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty wise, cat. Uh, um, where did you learn this. all this wisdom? Oh, Ty was telling me. Where is Ty, by the way? We're supposed to play Dungeons and Dragons, and this is the second time he's been late. I'm, I'm sure he'll be right over. Wait, I see well, him now. I'll be right back. Oh wait, no, no. Opposite of that, he'll be right here. I'll be leaving in a moment. Do you have any last words for me? For me, kitty, a little do want, kitty. Do you want to play some Dungeons and Dragons with this little kitty? I, I, <laughs> I Can you roll dice? I don't have the greatest thumbs in the world. You can just use your mouth. Your little kitty mouth. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think I think it's best. I, I gotta practice on my own in the corner. I'm sure he'll give me one of the little die, and I'll practice with it a little bit, and then I'll I'll come back come back next week and 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 have you an update on how I can uh, bat around the dice. Oh man, spoiler alerts! This this kitty is uh, the final boss. Ah, kitty a cat. Yeah, I I I kill a lot of people. Classic classic kitties. Classic kitties. Kitty, do you have a name besides just Kitty, or <laughs> is your name just Kitty the cat? Uh, you can call me whatever you like, but don't get it I'm, wrong or I'll kill you. I'm going to call you late for supper. Oh, delightful, delightful. Uh, All right, technically like correct. In that case, oh, I really should be going to supper. I'll see you later. All right, bye, Kitty. Bye. Well, now it's just you and me, dear listener. Just you and me all alone. You enjoying yourself so far? Come to listen to a little Dungeons and Dragons, huh? Come to maybe hear some adventures of Sir Roderick from South Bend. Yeah, well, we all came to do things, and um, this is what happens when the Dungeon Master doesn't show oh, hey. up. It all goes to shit. Oh, there's Ty. Hey, man, I didn't, uh, I didn't see you there. I Ty, did you start... see the haunting cat that was just like... Oh, man. Is the in cutest the studio little... for a second? Is the cutest little kitty. It was actually kind of terrifying. It was like a naked cat with a little bit of fur around its scruff. I, I would I would disagree with the 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 description as naked, seeing as how he's wear, he was wearing this like a gray sweater. It's pretty fetching. Well, yeah, no, the sweater was fantastic, but it almost just made it pop more that it was mostly hairless. Mm-hmm. You know, there are very, like, there's a very popular breed of hairless cats. No, 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 yeah, but the thing is, is this was not one of them. It was just clearly a normal cat with, like, a mohawk, where it just had, like, a little <laughs> bit of fur on its scruff. It was almost like people had insisted on picking it up everywhere except for the scruff, and it just lost mm. all of its hair. But but you know what? That cat was kind of weird looking. You know what this 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 uh, D&D podcast is? What? Kind of weird sounding because we haven't even started the D&D yet. Yeah, there's been a lot of non-D&D content so far. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to venture to guess that there's going to be like some people 
were very happy with that. And other people who are probably more vocal were very upset about it. So let's get into the playing of the game. Little behind the scenes thing. I I am having to work without my notes because of a little mishap with some water and a computer. Um, so if I get something wrong from last episode, sorry. Um, I'm gonna try to get all my details right, but I, I could not review past episodes. Um, to make sure that we're I was just out here it. doing our best. We're out here doing our best. So and by that, I mean, I'm doing nothing to help. That's true. Um, he's absolutely the pits. Oh, we're just putting off the stuff even more. Hey, uh, fill me in on what you remember is hap- having happened last week. Last time on side character quest. OK, um, I remember I we were walking a skeleton. I fought a skeleton. Mm-hmm. Um, v- or by I, I mean Sir Roderick. I'm going to do the recap totally in character. Last time on Side Character Quest, I, Sir Roderick, bravely faced skeleton warriors. And in a ancient uh, stable, I found a skeletal horse, which I tamed and named Moonbeam. Riding Moon- Moonbeam down the hallway, Velma and I encountered another skeletal knight which I slew, and then I took Velma to back to the stable, where I thought there was another skeleton horse, but it was just a third skeleton. <laughs> like promptly attacked her. Yep, and uh, just a, a quick uh, recap um, of like the general premise of what's going on. Uh, Sir Roderick is trying to find a missing child, um, and is also trying to get um, him. And Velma, who is just a a basically innocent bystander that he waylaid into this this position uh, out of some catacombs or something, um, some sort of underground structure where we last left off. You were running down you're riding, galloping down this pathway and you came to a uh, a sort of break in the road. Um, Imagine a Y, but the stem like a capital y but the stem actually continues upwards does that does that make sense okay yeah so like an upside down peace sign yes yes that is also good um so yeah uh what do you do um so you've you've slowed down uh and stopped just so you know yeah which road is the road less traveled You hop off of your horse, uh, your moonbeam, and start checking out the ground. um, And you can tell that the main path, um, the main path and the right path appear to be the most like heavily trodden. The one on the left uh, looks like it's the least heavily trodden. Like the the main path has like these ruts in it uh, that were carved by carts, maybe. Okay. I'm going to, um, once again, use my divine sense. Oh, sweet. So I, I, I believe we kind of talked about this. I kind of closed my eyes and have the, my, um... A little behind the, behind the scenes info. Um, I have, uh, since forgotten how this ability works. <laughs> so, essentially, it allows me to know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet of me that is not behind total cover. Mm -hmm. I know the type of anything detected, but not the identity. For example, I would know there's a vampire nearby, but I wouldn't know that that's Count Dracula. Yeah. Um, And I can detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated. Okay. And uh, this lasts for how long? And uh, and how many times can you use it in a day? Or like a long rest? I can use it. I will be able to use it one more time before a long rest. Gotcha. And uh, and how yeah. long does it last? Um, Is it just like a one off like ping? It's 
it says one turn so like i think that's so a couple of seconds yeah so basically long enough to like get a vibe of the area exactly yeah so you um you get a that same sort of uh feeling of dread or like that 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 sense of just like everywhere around you has been involved in some sort of dark magic um you also get a uh, a feeling from your your horse that you're riding from Moonbeam. Um, well, you're not riding it right now, and it's standing next to you. Um, but other than that, you don't actually sense any any other skeletal or uh, any other type of presence, um, any other type of magic, dark or otherwise. Hmm. Okay. I. Hmm. Can I do an investigation check to see what kind of vibe I get off these three decisions? These three uh, pathways. Yes, I can tell you without doing that, you're going to have to like walk down one of the paths to get a sense of anything. And you said which one had the um, looked like it was more traveled, like the ruts, like wagons had been through it. Uh, The center one and the one on the right. Then I will go down the center one. All right. As you are uh, walking forward, you feel some slight rumbles. But then you you continue down this pathway and uh, and you don't really. You don't see anything at first. Um, it just seems to to continue down into darkness. Uh, how how what was the range of your um, your spell? 60 feet? Yeah, I would say you, you probably go for the full 60 feet because you figure that would be safe and you don't see anything other than more pathway during the walk. You feel uh, these slight tremors. OK, hmm. Feeling just tremors. Mm-hmm. And and they're just like momentary tremors. Like just just a little bit. Then I look to Velma and say, Velma. Do you like walk back down that path towards her? Yeah, yeah, I guess I just go back towards uh Velma. Okay. As you are walking down towards her and you you start to speak, there is a much stronger tremor. Uh and all of a sudden the pathway uh, behind you, the north pathway collapses right over where you had just been standing. You don't know how deep it is, but it looks like you could have either been completely crushed or you could have got ended up getting separated from Velma. But as it is, it's this pathway just looks completely wrecked uh, and there's dust flying everywhere. You are standing far enough away that you do not get hit by any of the rubble. OK, I whisper right side it is. And uh, <laughs> I go uh, back to Moonbeam and mount up. Okay. And um, I turn to Velma and say, I don't think the center path is the correct po- choice. And uh, kind of rein Moonbeam towards the right and start wa- start walking. Okay. Um, so you go towards the right, which is the path that you could tell that there were sort of uh, cart tracks, um, things uh, that had worn down the path some more. And um, you are you're riding Moonbeam right now. Yes. As you walk in that, are you riding in that direction? Velma's riding behind you and looking nervously all around. You notice that there is a slow, slowly increasing glow down the path that, that you're heading. You notice the walls uh, start to widen um, in this path, and they they start to become less uh, less of hewn stone and more of like. Uh, or hewn like bricks and stuff and more of actual like cave stone it it opens up into a large space that's surrounded by um, glowing stones and has a large lake uh, again underground lake Hmm. Um, there's also a a large coastal area next to the lake uh, which actually has um, some metal tracks and yeah that's what you see. So it it, it, it kind of dead ends at this lake. There's no path on the other side of the lake or anything. As far as you can tell, there there yeah, it's not a huge lake. Uh, you don't see any path on the other side. It doesn't at dead end right on the lake. It opens up into a larger area, and then the lake is 30, 40 feet away from the door. But there's glowing rocks all around, and uh, and yeah, give me a perception check actually. Nineteen. 19 okay yeah you see a lot of stuff so i see everything you see everything to the uh left of your entrance you see a small like 
creature, maybe, well, eh, small in the grand scheme of things, but but large, you know, as far as animals go. So like maybe the size of a of like a wolf or a large dog. Um, you see this creature with that sort of sleeping, maybe it's hard to tell. Um, and it's it looks like kind of rocky and craggy and but it's very smooth and has uh, four legs and a tail. It's sort of resting in a in a pile of rocks next to the lake. In the middle of the lake, you see a bunch of or the middle of the coast area um, and and also around, but mostly in the middle, you see a bunch of fungus. Uh, and then off to the right, you see a pile of um, like construction equipment or excavating equipment of some sort. It looks very old, but but uh, it's some sort of metal tools and stuff. Okay. Um, also, uh, one second. What was what was Velma's voice? That was the thing I didn't get to look up. Was she just kind of like me, but like a little bit higher and like a on some words? I think I gave her like a southern twang or something. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so what are you what are you what are you thinking about about all this? Uh, she's kind of like you kind of went Irish there a little bit. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, my bad. Um, so what are you what are you um what do you see up there? Uh, she's kind of looking, peeking around you because, you know, being a halfling and being behind you, uh, she doesn't have a great view into this, uh, the space. Yeah, I um kind of scoot over some or like kind of lean to mm-hmm. give her a view. And I kind of point to the sleeping rock dog looking thing and just say, do you have any idea what that is? Shit. OK, um, yeah, that's uh. That's a bullet. Uh, my 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 parents warned me about those things. They they love. Uh, let's just not wake one of those that thing up. All right. It looks like a small one, but like ooh, those things like uh, uh, they like halflings. I see. OK, we will not wake up the bullet. We are on a horse made of bones and I'm wearing metal rings. Do not wake up the sleeping thing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And this is not uh, Roderick trying to be funny, because yeah. a sense of humor is not... So- this is him literally trying to do the math in his head. <laughs> and then he, it, you just see his face just kind of clicks, Velma. I want you to go investigate that construction equipment over there. Um, okay. I can, I can do that. But be quiet. Okay. okay. And then I reach uh, to my belt and I hand her my hand axe mm-hmm. and, and just say, just in case. Okay. Okay. Uh, so she, you have like a very, uh, Sir Roderick has like a very, kind of calming presence because he, he seems very confident in like what he does. Um, so she, wait, 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 before, before she does this, that was the only creature I saw, right? Yes. Okay, cool. For a second, I could not remember if you said something else and if I was just about to like send her into a lion's den or something. <laughs> no. Um, so you saw a pile of construction equipment. You saw, um, the bullet on the left. And then mostly in the center, but also kind of scattered around, you saw like a bunch of fungus, uh, mostly like in the center towards the, the water. And then before she hops off the uh, the horse, I say, also, be careful for that fungus. I'm not sure what it is, but it's kind of glowing and that can't be good. Just a point of order. The fungus itself is not glowing. The rocks and stuff are glowing. Okay. And not and also not all of the rocks, just just some of them. But anyway, so she uh, she hops down. And she's like, all right, all right, I can uh, I can I can handle this. Um, so she grabs the, the hand axe and is like gripping it, like white knuckling that hand axe. When you say the thing about um, about avoiding the fungus, she's like, OK, I'm going to. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to I'm just going to. And she presses herself up against uh, up against the wall and inches like all you know around the this big open cavern space over to the mechanical equipment and let's uh, roll a stealth check to see how quiet she is yeah she's reasonably quiet she does a pretty good job um so she she makes her way over there does not uh does not get anywhere near the funguses 
and uh, does not fun guy. The fun guy. Um, eh, you know, no, thank, thanks, Eli. I appreciate that. Um, uh, and uh, uh, that was a funny joke. I'm a funny guy. Um, What'd you say? Oh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she moves her way around the corner. You're just shaking your head. You're shaking your head at me. Let's play some Dungeons and Dragons style. <laughs> let's quit with the puns and let's get down to the serious business. I want to yeah, know yeah. what's in this construction equipment. Well, I mean, as you've said, I, I'm a fun guy. I'm not a I'm not a pun guy. Um, and I'm uh, dead. <laughs> so uh, so she inches is inching her way over to the the um, pile of construction equipment and she manages to get um, all the way up to it uh, with no incident um, and starts poking around with um, the axe. Uh, as she does so, um, you see her startle a little bit. Then she backs away slowly and she inches her way back um, over to you. And she rolled poorly enough that I'm going to make her roll again to see if she. She does fine. Um, she gets uh, the rest of the way there and back up to you and uh, whispers that stuff is covered in centipedes. Like like big centipedes. And that stopped you. Well, I mean, there was, it was just like a bunch of it was just a bunch of crap. It's just like like crowbars and pipes and gears and stuff like there. There wasn't really anything that I could do anything with. OK, did you by any chance? I know I told you to avoid it, but do you know what this fun guy is being a uh, An outdoorsy a person? person? Oh, yeah, yeah. Being being a halfling. No, being a halfling, no, 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 being an outdoorsy person. <laughs> Roderick is not racist. We're not making that a thing. He's a super nice guy. Yeah, uh, to Roderick um, is, you know, he's a very nice guy. But like the one thing you got to know about uh, Sir Roderick is he's always assuming that halflings know things about fungus. Like, he just the I mean, don't they? <laughs> yeah well i mean that's that's one thing that uh jrl tolkien um established in his stuff about hobbits it's that they like having many breakfasts and they love their fungi kush. yeah oh the kush they love the kush a lot of actually read the novels literally always talking about smoking weed it is absolutely <laughs> insane i'm no joke no joke always smoking what they call weed i i think i remember seeing that in um shadow of mordor like they were made reference to it puff puff pass frodo yep 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 that's making it in uh <laughs> yeah so what what do what do you what do you think i mean i don't you think that like the the bulet ate the girl I think something more serious would have had to happen for her to come down here. I think if she came this way, there'd be some sort of sign. Um, if you're willing to get a closer look at the Beulite to see if there's any signs of... No, I'm not. Well, okay, then. I The Beulite shifts a little bit, by the way, uh, just like while you guys are talking. Okay, how big is this thing? Like, okay, um... I am, or Sir Roderick is about six... He's six feet tall and weighs 200 pounds, all muscle. It's probably, uh, if it was standing up, it would probably be like a little bit shorter than a Great Dane, but kind of built like a muscular turtle. It's kind of cool. It'd be a cool pet. Yeah. Uh, mm. As far as like, it, it's broad and heavy and strong and has a giant mouth. And it looks like it's, it can like move kind of fast. Well, my stealth is minus one, and I have disadvantage with my armor, so I'm not going to try to get anywhere near it. Listen, I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, if we can avoid it, let's not, let's not fight that thing head on if we can avoid it, okay? And I, I don't think we need to fight this thing right now. That's fair. What do you think, Velma? We've come this far. We can turn around and try the other path. I, yeah, let's just do that, because, like, there's, we, we don't got anything going over here. I agree. So I rain. Unless you're thirsty being. or something. I mean, there's a lake. I, I, I have water. Okay. Sorry. I have water. <laughs> but uh, I also have water. I also IRL. have water. I'm out of beer, though. Oh, sorry, bud. I'm dead. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Um, so I rein the horse around, or the skeleton horse around, and mm-hmm. kind of get it to go the, go back. Okay, uh, so you sort of trot back um, to the... You, this, you were on the right path. The middle path uh, has collapsed, and so you go down the left path. And um, it doesn't take more... It doesn't take very long uh, before you, um, you reach a just huge pile of rubble that looks like it's actually been there for a while. Whereas the middle path, there's still dust settling. There's still, like rubble kind of shifting and everything this path looks like it's it's been collapsed for some time and uh and yeah that's that's what you see hmm could i like move the rubble is it like a lot of rubble yeah give me an investigation check and and are you like getting off of the horse to uh look around and sort of test some stuff out yeah but i rolled a four okay uh yeah so hmm (laughs) I don't know what this is. Is it rock? So are you are you going to are you going to try moving anything around? Like what are you going to do? Yeah, you you can't really tell much about it just looking at it. But I mean, you could try moving some it, stuff if you wanted to. Does it like to. fill up the like? Is it like just a complete cave in to where like I can't see past it at all? You are looking um, for an opening of some sort um, in it now. After after initially just looking at it to see if you could move the stuff out of the way, you you couldn't really get a sense of that. Um, so you start looking for uh, an opening of some sort, and you do find um, a small opening about a foot uh, a foot across. It's hard to see, but Velma walks over and uh, sees what you're looking at, and she holds the lantern up. And you can see that there is light. The light does go through and seems to open up into a, a larger path on the other side that, that continues out. I turn to Velma and I reach back and grab my warhammer and yeah, say, uh, what, yeah, stand back, stand back, Velma. I got this. And then I just slam the warhammer as hard as I can into like a space above the hole to try to like clear out some more of the uh Make a bigger opening. Okay. Yeah, give me a uh, strength check. 22. Uh, 24 with my proficiency bonus. Okay, um, so you slam up on this thing, trying to open up some more space, and a lot of rocks do shift and just sort of sort of to collapse down, uh, and you have to jump backwards. Uh, give me a dexterity check. 15. 15. Um, yeah, so... Uh, you managed to dodge out of the way. Um, Velma, uh, Velma does not dodge out of the way all the way. She gets hit by a couple of rocks and takes, mm, she takes three damage. Not too bad as far as things go. So you guys dodge out of the way and a bunch of the rubble clears out and, um, collapses. A little bit of rocks fall on her. Horse is like well behind so it doesn't get hit by anything. Now at this point, at this point it looks pretty good um except there is now a large section of roof that has like landed in front of this hole uh like maybe like a a one solid piece is it a big enough hole that i could squeeze through no it is not a big enough hole that you could squeeze through but this is a big enough piece that if you had if you had something to like pry it off you might be able to like you might be able to move this uh this big thing it's too big for you to like just pull it but you're a strong beefy guy you could probably like use some leverage to uh, knock this out of the way yeah so i'm gonna take the warhammer and using the handle part kind of wedge it and use it like a crowbar but yeah and just pry it off um I see what you're trying to do, Ty. You're trying to get me to go back and get a crowbar from the pile with the centipedes. But I think the handle of the Warhammer will work well enough. Here, here's my question. I'm hip to your jive, Ty. Okay, so so honest question time and answer this how you genuinely believe Sir Roderick would act. Okay? Okay. Okay. Would he be willing to use his family heirloom as a crowbar? It's fair if you answer yes. Okay, you uh, like this would not damage the boar. It's like warhammers have metal handles for most part, so that's true. I I be, I mean I just tried to use it to smash a hole into a cement wall, so I've also used it to smash a hole in the dirt. 
I I don't think that this would cause any damage to it. Okay. If anything, any scuffs and scratches are befitting a warhammer. All right, that's fair. Dang it. Okay. I mean, don't you think? Like, am I wrong? No, I, you're you're no, you are one hundred percent right. Uh, but I was just hoping that that wouldn't occur. I'm to not you. dealing with centipedes, Ty. <laughs> or a rock I, monster. I I feel you. I feel you. Um. So yeah. You uh you pull that um you pry that piece out of the way and it falls to the side and uh, now you uh see this is the problem this is the glorious thing about D and D and it's also the terrible thing about D and D people can do whatever they want um, so this isn't like this isn't a video game where I can just be like oh no sorry the code doesn't work even though that makes perfect sense. Like you, you can't do it. This is like, oh no, that makes perfect sense. So I've got to let you do it. I mean, I can turn around and go fight the rock monster if you want me to. No, man, just no, for shiggles, no. but no, no, that would be stupid. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't gonna have you choose to fight the rock monster. I was gonna have to. I was gonna make it so that you suddenly, had to fight suddenly, the Sir Roderick feels the bloodlust come over him <laughs> that has plagued his family for generations. <laughs> Yes. Every uh, night when you, on the crescent moon, his family must the, the cursed drink. hammer must drink. <laughs> must drink from the blood of rock beasts. Uh, it, it's a it's a um, boar because of its its insatiable pig like hunger for blood. the pig and its insatiable hunger for blood as we all know how pigs are and please do not write in and uh and tell us about your your pig horror stories i know i'm uh, completely aware of this i am i've seen hannibal oh god okay uh yeah um so so you you uh you probably okay you get past the wall you get past the thing and it's uh it's broken up and uh do you just like climb through yes wait you're raising your hand can moonbeam fit through the hole is moonbeam uh he's skeleton he's real he's he's yeah you you did you busted it up you knocked off the the wall and like i made you jump through a lot of hoops so i'm gonna say that it's it's wide enough that you could you could you could Tell me, tell me how you get, tell me how you get moon boom, moonbeam through that hole. <laughs> moon boom. <laughs> That's the new name. Tell moon you. boom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, so here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, Rod- Roderick. How, how are you going to get him through this hole? All right. She's standing on the other side and she's looking at uh, Velma's like looking between the hole and you and moon boom. She's like, how? Look at Moon Boom over there. How are you going to get Moon Boom through that hole? Like, you think he wants to climb up that rubble? I look at Moon Beam. Moon Beam. It's proper, given its Lumen name. Um, is that really? Is that what you said earlier? Moon Beam. Moon Beam. Moon Beam. I. Mm, That's his. <laughs> I remember Moon Boom. I, I remember Moon Boom. <laughs> no, it's Moon Beam. Moon Boom and I go way back. <laughs> I mean, you are like a father to it. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, you created it. Him? Her? How? What's the How size they... of its pelvis? Is it a male or a female? <laughs> uh, the pelvis is uh, is small for a horse. So I don't know what that means. That means it's a male. Okay, it's Females a male. Females have wider pelvises, at least that, in humans. That makes sense. At least in humans. Yeah, I... I assumed that was the case. Uh, um, you did have horses growing up, so I assumed you would know. I mean, yeah, I normally just looked at whether it had a dick or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, but that, that, that doesn't really uh, play here with Moonbeam. Um, so Velma asks whether or not Moonbeam wants to go through the hole, and I just look at Moonbeam with just this look of pleading on my face and say, Hey, boy. You wanna, you wanna come through this hole? Nay, <laughs> says Velma. <laughs> oh look, look at that! <laughs> I uh, I come over to Moonbeam, with whom I've battled and tamed and had much adventure with over the past few minutes, and I take the bridle and I just kind of like crouch, like just kind of like, come on, 
Come on, Moonbeam. And kind of like lead it to Moon- the hole. Moonbeam uh, walks over to the hole. And then I say, I start kind of crouching and going through the hole. And go like, come on, Moonbeam. You can do this. Moonbeam puts a, puts a hoof gingerly on a stone. I say, come on. You can do it, Moonbeam. Moonbeam starts walking through the hole. Moonbeam slips. Moonbeam catches itself. Good job, Moonboom. (laughs) Huzzah! (laughs) Moonbeam, Moonbeam continues forward. And Moonbeam. It's hard to say. Moonbeam makes it to the other side. Wait, did you really think I named this horse Moonboom? Except for its complete lack of flesh. Did you really think I named this horse Moonboom? That's what it sounded like. Did you not? No, it's Moonbeam. I think you're messing with no, me. No, because, because you thought I was going to call it uh, um, Moonlight because I have a horse named Sunlight, but I said no, it's like a beam from the moon, like a beam of moonlight. A moonbeam. What? We sunlight? had this whole conversation last episode. This is what happens when you don't go back and... I thought it was like... I thought it was... I thought it was... Well, I thought your other horse was named Sinlute. <laughs> I'm dead. This is this is the punishment for all the bad I've done in my life. <laughs> okay, well, you so, are you are underground. So Moon Moonbeam is through the hole. Yes, uh, Moonbeam is through the hole, and uh, you are on the other side. And I look at Velma um, and I say, "I got him through the hole." Good job. Get on the horse, and then I hop on the, <laughs> hop on the horse, and I help her up, and I... She, she climbs up, yeah, with you, with your help. And I say, onward! And, uh, and yeah, you guys get, get to riding. Oh, man. Uh, I'm gonna need, like, a, a momentary break to sort of, like, uh, to think about this. Um, hey, uh, hey, guys, uh, we'll be right back with more uh, side character quest. We're pretty close to the end, probably. So listeners, this is the fun of Dungeons and Dragons, especially being a dungeon master, is that um, generally the people playing are assholes and don't do what you think they're going to do. Um, Several times, Ty has made characters uh, for me and our D&D group that we've just murdered for no no real reason, uh, causing massive problems to his plot. And here we have the first known instance in side character quest of the player obstinately refusing to do what the DM intended for them to do. So what does the DM do? He shuts down for a second, just stares into that dark mirror inside him, and has to realize that he's got no ideas, that really we're all just playing God in this game, pretending we know what we're doing, but uh, secretly are just scared children. Dear listeners, I don't know if you've ever considered your own mortality, but think about life like this, every day. It's another day closer to death. Every time you wake up, it's one less morning you have in your future. Every bowl of cereal is another bowl of cereal closer to death. And that doesn't matter what kind of cereal you're eating. Special K, Cracklin' Oat Bran, Reese's Puffs. So why waste any of your limited cereals on shitty cereal like Special K or Cracklin' Oat Bran? Eat Reese's Puffs. That's right, this week's episode of Side Character Quest is brought to you by Reese's Puffs. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. Welcome back to Side Character Quest. Um, We just took a break because uh, Eli brute-forced his way past a little puzzle section that I had built up for him. It was really nice. And I had to think about what was going to be happening next. Um, I, I, I obviously have a, listen, don't have a plan. All right. I have a plan guys. 
Just chill out. Just calm down. Fun story, everyone. Ty has never made a puzzle that I have solved. I have only ever. <laughs> they literally have. There was a, a puzzle involving a, a key, and they literally broke through the wall once. And then Ty made a second wall that was stronger, made out of metal, and we had our dragonborn breathe acid into it and melt the wall. There is no wall that is unbreakable in Dungeons and Dragons. God, it's like I can't just not. Oh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. So you guys are, are you know, riding down um, past this this path, um, riding Moonboom. Uh, and <laughs> as we're you, uh, riding, I turn to Velma and say, Velma, did you get the vibe that we were supposed to do more in that lake? Like maybe we were supposed to face the rock monster. Are you crazy? That yeah, thing could have eaten us. Yeah, that, that would have been. That would have been stupid. Absolutely Why ridiculous. Why would we ever choose to do that? Why would some sort of omnipotent being put that as an option in our uh, quest for this young girl? This is not the time for you to be questioning your faith, Sir Roderick. No, no, no. Lumen would never do such a thing. Lumen is a strong, all-knowing, all-benevolent being. Uh, as you're saying that, um, you hear a loud crunching underneath uh, the hooves of Moonbeam. Oh, Moonbeam, please tell me that wasn't your leg. And I look down to see what he's stepping on. Uh, so you um, look down and uh, his legs are fine. He, he didn't stutter. Um, you look behind you. Um, Velma's also pointing the, the lantern. The lantern, she's like spread out the light so that it's not just pointing directly in front. It's it's giving a more general feel. You've reined in Moonbeam um, so that he's slowed down and you look back to where uh, you heard the crunching sound and you see um, another one of those skeletons and it's just uh, it's on the ground um, and it's it's holding a uh, sword. And uh, and yeah, that's that's what you see there. It's just it's just lying there. Velma, hold on to that hand axe and be ready in case anything goes down. OK, and we're just going to keep riding forward. Um, OK. Uh, are you are you paying like extra close attention? Like what are what are you doing? Yeah, heads on a swivel. I'm ready All for right. any skeletons to come through that I gotta bust up. Give me a uh, perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen. As you're you're sort of turning to ride away, um, you notice that there is uh, that in the the skeleton's hand, which has been like broken off and knocked across the hall, um, there is a a piece of ripped cloth, um, purple cloth, which uh, looks unlike what you have seen down here before. Okay, at that, I rein in the horse. You know, I, I don't move you're, forward. You're starting to turn around, and then you, you notice that and uh, turn back. Yeah, I, I hand the reins to Velma and hop off and go investigate the cloth and the skeleton. What, what are you looking at? I think someone's been here, and I grab the cloth and kind of investigate. Would I know what the girl was wearing when she went missing? Uh, you did not ask, so no. Velma, <laughs> I think I'm very dumb. <laughs> I, I very specifically asked you in that first episode. I was like, so do you, do you ask for any helpful information? Or? Well, I figured I knew the description of the girl, so that would be enough, but... yeah. Um, um, do I know anything about the girl's culture or like the girl as a person? Like, well, actually, actually, I'm going to say that you uh, you did have like, you know, you, you had said that you had noticed them when they arrived in town. So uh, I think it would be fair for me to um, say that she yeah. was wearing you knew that she was wearing a purple cloak. OK, yeah, I was about to say I noticed the exact time and day that they came in. Yeah, I probably so, could, took notes on what she was wearing. Yeah. yeah. OK, uh, so, yeah, you noticed that she was uh, wearing a purple cloak. Um, and uh, as you're looking at this, this um, skeleton uh, that's has this gripped in its hand, you notice that it's um, its skull has been caved in. You also notice that uh, that it is carrying a um, short sword and the short sword has a little bit of blood on it. OK, I'm going to grab the short sword quickly and I'm okay. going to um, run back to Moonbeam and I'm going to kind of like shove the short sword into a 
Moonbeam's hand? Yes, Moonbeam's Moonbeam's eagerly awaiting mouth. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to shove it into Velma's hand and say, we might have a fight ahead of us. Also, she um, does not know how to. Ha- she 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 looks like you know that that look like if if you were to hand somebody a sword, I guess. <laughs> like if you were to hand somebody a gun, um, that she's you know sort of taken aback. I say, I think we might be in for a fight. Side note, do I know Yo. what this girl's name? Uh, no, you did not. You did not ask that. And you definitely didn't take note of that. Okay. I think that uh, Sheriff Jaime, um, I believe that he just assumed that you knew it because you knew all of these other things about it, mm. about her. Um, so he was like, well, he probably knows who she is. Okay. I'm just going to yell, yell down the um, path. Hello, is anyone here? Uh, yeah, you don't get a response. She might be injured. We need to move quickly. And I hop on Moonbeam and I move a little bit faster than normal. And just like I'm looking all over the place. Any like possible ways <coughs> off the path or any caves or anything. You continue down this path for a while. It doesn't take too long before you start to hear some noises. Eventually, you see a, a slight glow off in the distance. You can tell that the hallway that you're riding down, it's going to open up. As you approach this, this path, this, uh, this end to the path, you take uh, Moonbeam down to a trot, and then slower and slower, and you reach the end of the, the path, and it opens up into this uh, recessed, this giant recessed cavern space. Down in the center, you see buildings, you see ancient buildings, you see uh, fallen um, stalactites and uh, rubble, possibly from the earthquakes that you saw earlier. You see signs, you see signs of like some sort of civilization that was here that you figure must be almost directly beneath South Bend, just based on how long you've been riding. And most disturbing about all of this is that this ancient civilization, it's not empty. You see hundreds of skeletons and uh, that's where we're going to stop. Well, shit. Well, shit. Velma says. Damn. Alright, how are we going to end this? How, How are we wrapping this up? This has been Side Character Quest. Tune in next week to hear live coverage of Sir Roderick shitting his pants. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at SideCharacterQuest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at SideCharacterQuest at gmail.com. At this point, we don't have tons of messages, so we'll probably respond. Uh, we'll, uh, there'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. All right, man. Um, so how, how do you want to how do you want to open this? You ask me this shit every I single know. time. You're gonna see, it's one of these days you're going to learn just to like just go straight into it. Don't even wait. <laughs> All right. Wait. No. Hold on. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I, see, I, I ask you and then you're not even ready. That's how it goes. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Side Character Quest. I'm your guest, Eli, playing the uh, charming Sir Roderick. And with you, as usual, is your uh, got nope. <laughs> All right, take take two. Cool. 
Here, Ty, give me a second. I need. Sure I just realized I don't have my um iPad with me. Oh no! Okay, do your thing. I'm gonna just be here. I'm just here. Yeah, I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm. Hey, you back? I was just keeping. I was just keeping everybody entertained while you were gone. Good. 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 Okay. Okay. Um. Hmm. All right. Well, let me pull up. Um. Pull up her thing. Side character quest. Character notes. Oh yeah. Sir Roderick NPC notes. Oh shit. I don't actually have notes for her. Oh, wait. Oh, man. Interesting. Um, I apparently did have a voice for this person, or a name for this person when I first made them. I just forgot about it when we were doing, when we were actually creating it. Hmm. Um, originally, Velma was going to be named Logan. But then she turned into a girl. Uh, or yeah, apparently. Can Logan be a, Logan, Logan could be a girl name. It's 2017. I mean, I, I, I chose the names uh, with full intention to l- let that be the name, regardless of the gender I rolled. Uh. Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, so uh, I just have to think about this because um, I, I expected uh, you to. Go, to deal with stuff at the other the other side. Um, oh, so I, I, I had all of my. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, this has been a, a very like uh, conversation heavy episode, so I feel like that's that's made it a little bit better. But um, yeah, hmm. I'm sorry. I just thought about what would Sir Roderick do, and he wouldn't try to fight a sleeping animal. Like that's just not how he do. Yeah, that's not how he do. He's a peace loving person. See, what you should have done, Ty, is, um... Backseat DMing. Not... (laughs) Like, I asked Velma if she would check the, uh, the thing, and she said, no, we should probably just move on. You should have been like, I'm not going up there, but maybe someone should check it out. Because then I would have been like, like, Roderick would have been like, it is my duty to exhaust this possibility. Oh man. And then I would have oh, had man. I yep, would have fight the rock wolf. Well, I was That's true. That's true. I was just hoping that uh that that I hadn't considered you using your warhammer that way. Listen, this is not the time to discuss it, but I'm also uh thinking back about it now. I'm very sad <laughs> that I spent so much time coming up with uh with like a prison schedule and like <laughs> <laughs> oh this is not the time nor the place uh for me to talk about that but what keeps um, tie tie up at night all those very clever puzzles that he wasted precious moments of his life on that uh, his D players just brute force their way through just fun georgia things <laughs> 